Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. Big Cass, uh, we're on video right now. This is probably not going to get posted to YouTube because Cass's video screen looks like he is at Bullwinkles. Um, it's like the rude st- sandstorm, like a video montage. Like it, I, I can't even describe it. It's just his screen's blinking. You see him there. You can hear oh, him. There, there, there he is. There, he's good. All right. Maybe we'll keep this. <laughs> I don't know. But um, Cass, okay. big week. Big, big week. Like- it kind of looked like I was in, like, get ready to pop out the screen, like a, a horror movie or something. The like. transfer portal looked like the transfer the portal. Transfer, yeah, that's that's. Exactly I mean, that's it. how I figured. That's how I figured. But yeah, I mean, let's start with their cast. Big transfer portal news this week: Ohio State getting obviously a, a lineman and the Oregon State quarterback. So I love it. it um, I'm really hyped about the lineman. Obviously, yeah. I'm excited too. I was listening to Buckeye's show. I thought for sure he was going to probably play like right tackle or something. He could play a lot of positions, which is what I like. I didn't realize he was six foot three. I didn't really dig deep into him, but I feel like with as good as Don Jackson and Matthew Jones, they're saying that he's going to compete to play center, and that's going to be huge, especially in the Big Ten because he's six three, three hundred nine pounds, I believe, which is small for an offensive tackle in the Big Ten. So that's but that's perfect. That's perfect guard or center size, yeah. Yeah. So I, I like I like this pick. A lot of people are like, eh, we could have got better, but I mean, I like it. The guy's experience. He played on the good Louisiana team, and Ryan Day wasn't going to get him for nothing. I mean, he wasn't going to get him for you know we needed depth at for the line because we lost our two tackles and a center. So it it it's what we needed, honestly. I mean, I'm. Getting ready to look up the roster here, Ohio State's roster. And, well, I mean, it looks like it looks like Josh Fryer. I mean, if I had to project it, sure. I would feel like at the tackle, tackle position, jo- Josh Fryer for sure. And then I feel like they really like Zen Michalski. Um, I feel like he. I mean, we'll see how the spring goes. If I had to, if I had to guess, I would probably say Michalski is probably you know the other front runner for the for the tackle position, but. It's just it's like 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 we've had so many linemen on this show cast like our boy Jamie TJ they always say it's so important to have you know like your five and a spare that's what this pickup is I think um, I mean he's really at worst case I see him contributing as, as a spare um, which is so important um, like with Cut- like Victor Cutler um, he he's gonna have a role he, yeah. it might even be on special teams but it, got- it's gonna it's gonna have a role. And we and early in Roy, we got Austin Servi, Servifeld, uh, uh, also, you know, uh, let's see here, Joshua Patella, he's in early. Let's see, Luke Montgomery, 6'5, 295, which I don't, I feel like he ain't going to play right away. He's going to have to build some muscle. And then Oz Walker, these are guys coming in for Ohio State, and that, it's going to be huge for the guys coming in, especially with Justin Fry. This is gonna be Justin Fry Justin Fry's team, which, you know, he was he was appointed running game coordinator the same day as Brian Hartline was yeah. named offensive coordinator, which tells me right there, because we didn't really touch base on this because this happened after we recorded last week. This really shows you that 
I don't think Ryan Day is going to take uh, give up the play calling. I agree. I, I, I it's it, it's going to be tough to just kind of throw Hartline in there. It's I, I obviously think he'll have a, a bigger role with the passing play calls and everything, but. I feel like Ryan Day still should be calling plays. I don't think he should have ever given up calling plays. He he did great in against Jordan. Oh, absolutely. Um, real quick, Cass, I want to touch on Victor Cutler a little bit. Um, the guard, the, like the well, the, just a lineman because he can play everything. He has twenty-one career starts, thirteen at left tackle, four at center, four at right tackle. He had one of the best like games of uh, one of the best games, I guess, of of the season. For alignment against Alabama, he gave up zero pressures in pass protection, um, and he was only a two-star recruit in 2019. But he's he's in his fifth year, and he still has two years of eligibility left. So this, I mean, we might get this guy for two years because I mean, let, turn let's, him into a first-round pick. Not not even that. It's just like it's you saw what happened with like Stetson Bennett. If we just have a man out there. If he's, you know, if he's like going to be like 25, 26, get playing against like 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, like he's just going to have an edge. He should for the most part. So I love the pickup. Yeah, I'm ecstatic for it. I can't wait. And, um, like, it's going to be help Kyle McCord slash Lincoln Canole slash Kevin Brown. Let's, let's throw Lincoln Canole right here. He's not in really, but it's going to help. It's going to help. Uh, Kyle and Devin Brown, like for sure. You get it, you know, you get Donovan Jackson um, and you get Matthew Jones, and then you bring in this kid to help your quarterback. I I think to me, this is Kyle Moore's to lose, job to lose. I agree. It's been in the program, and he, he, you know, don't forget, he was a five star. Uh, Devin Brown, I mean, you could listen to the Tennessee Jeffs of the world and say, "Oh, Devin Brown's the first shirt." No, he's not. It's going to come down to. I think it's going to come down to who can, who, who's, who's more mobile. Who, who's, who's going to do a little. Who's going to be able to, you know, really expand the offense. And who uh, has the dog in him? I agree. We'll I think August, obviously. Find out August fifteenth. What McCord has going 15th. for him? He he has he has. I mean, right away he has the natural chemistry with Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, I, I feel like the chemistry between them two is probably going to be unreal. They've been playing since high school. Um, they know each other. I think that's you know when you're you 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 have an you have a light like a long term chemistry with your number one receiver. I think that's going to play into it uh, a big factor. Also helps a quarterback that's coming in the first year start. You have two NFL wide receivers, first round draft. Like our wide receivers, you have Julian Fleming, Fleming Jaden Ballard, who might be a, a name, Xavier Johnson on wide receiver. You're talking Kate Stover um, and Joe Royer at tight end. You're talking the, back, the running backs, Brian Williams, Travion Henderson, Evan Pryor, Dallin Hayden. I mean, honestly, I feel good about this. I, you know, honestly, I feel, think about this. I'm not, I'm not saying he's Justin Fields. I know means. I know means. But doesn't this remind you of a guy who's had some sort of play in college football? This time he's been in the program a little bit longer. But he comes back and he has 
kind of you Dwayne has scratch that, not just if you Haskins. Think about it. You have a two-year starter and CJ Stout, he's gone. You have Dwayne Haskins had Johnny Dixon, Benjamin Victor, he had Paris Campbell, he had Mike Weber, JK Dobbs, and he had Luke Farrell. Solid tight end and a whole brand new offensive line. I I feel like this could be almost more like a Joe Burrow situation here. <laughs> Honestly, if he, I'm not saying he's gonna have the Joe Burrow season, but I think he can have that dog. If he has I'm, any I'm, sort I'm of not dog saying, in him. Yeah, I'm not saying he's the next Joe Burrow, but you know, for some reason we. This season, for some reason, felt like this year, Buckeye Nation really did, felt kind of out of love with Kyle McCord because Devin Brown was on. He was like the, the shiny new toy on campus. Like, oh, this guy could be like – but people forget, two years ago, you know, we were asking – fans were saying Kyle McCord should be starting over C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Let's not forget that, like, two or three-game yeah. span. And he played well in the game he started. Like, yeah. it was Akron. He played well for a true freshman. I mean, he he definitely – like it's weird because it he's been on the team for so long like this is gonna be his third year but I, like we've seen what he can kind of do and he's only going to get better and i feel kind of confident like okay like i've seen what kyle mccord could do i totally think we could win a national championship with kyle mccord as a start hi yeah. carmen hi carmen just came in out of in here out of nowhere hi carmen she, Say agrees. Hi. she, agrees. Oh. she agrees yeah she agrees <laughs> i think i think here's here's what i think I think that Kyle McCord is getting the keys to Lambo right now. He's like, you yeah. Just, I mean, a Lambo that has just because of that line. Carmen's very interested in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, still got a long way. Spring ball starts soon. Um, Spring you know, game announced it Saturday, April fifteenth. Be in Vegas. I love, I love how they're trying to sell the spring game tickets already. Like, oh, pay like you know a hundred bucks for spring game tickets when you can buy them day of for five bucks. <laughs> like, I, uh, I'll be in Vegas. Free trip to Vegas. I ain't gonna complain. I mean, I'm not a big Vegas guy, but hey, be a fun trip. Yeah. Uh, what was Thanks not a fun dad. trip? What was not a fun trip? Buckeyes trip to Nebraska. <laughs> yesterday and last week's episode you know we recorded a few days early and it dropped a few days like later so i we we went into the episode saying oh yeah they'll beat nebraska i mean they'll beat minnesota probably lose the Rutgers, beat nebraska oh my god it did not i mean this is really bad cast five losses in a row um all by one score (laughs) yeah by like or two possessions it's They've lost five straight by a total of 13 points, I believe. So I have the graph up right here. Some, you can't really even see it, but um, it's basically Ohio State's shooting since – hi, Carmen. Oh, my goodness. She's just in a mood today. Uh, it's Ohio State's shooting since um, looks like January. Um, inside the three-point line, they're shooting like a cool – almost looks like – 20, 25, 30% range. <laughs> and it, this is inside the three-point line. They're right. shooting 
They're actually shooting pretty good from the corners, or they're shooting fifty percent from the corners. But it's, I mean, it's horrific. Um, it's, it, it's basically, it's not acceptable. I'm looking at it right now, and it's, I mean, it's the same thing every year with this team, Cass. It's except this year, it feels a little worse. And there goes my screen again because we're talking about high state basketball. I mean, I look at it this way. Ohio State's in a bad, bad way right now. And yeah. it's it's scary. It's really scary because we know how good this team can be. And we really hope that they're good. It, I think they're just – there's no identity right now. One, they can't go in – Zed Key, I feel like Zed Key's afraid to go inside because I think his shoulders hurt worse than what people think. Just and that's what happens. And that's what happens when you don't recruit any other bigs. Like we have Apara yeah. or whatever, but he's he's not old enough. <laughs> so I, I'm really feeling for Justice Suing. He he can't find any rhythm, and they're in a bad way right now. I strongly believe that. And they have the talent. They're not out of it. I mean, there's still a long season. Like Ron Stokes said on the broadcast the other day when I was listening, you just got to do the little things. Once you start doing the little things correctly, then that rhythm will come back. I think, I mean, I think too, they got to get, they got to let McNeil shoot, Sam McNeil shoot more. Um, he's probably our best, other than Sensabaugh. Sensabaugh is great. I mean, he, he's lightning in a bottle. He's, he, but. McNeil, I feel like, is the only other guy with a trustworthy shot on this team. I don't trust anyone else. Um, right now. Right now. Know, now I, I mean, we we know how just, good justice suing can be. Ask Texas Tech. Uh, you know, you know, it's – he's got to fight. Like, he, like, like, again, like what Stokes said on the broadcast. Well, Texas Tech do, start doing is the their best thing. win. And they're not even that good this year. It's, I mean, Rutgers might be her best win right now. That's the yeah. sad part about all this. It's, I mean, you look right now, Sensabaugh is leading us with 17 a game, suing 13 and 1, Zed Key's 12.1, and then McNeil and Thornton are about 9, McNeil's 9.9, Thornton's 9.2. Thornton's kind of hitting that wall, though, I think, unfortunately, that freshman wall. I mean, he's been great, but I wouldn't really bank on relying him relying on him it's uh, some of these other guys just gotta step like suing needs to step up he's gotta get healthy yeah suing has to start doing the little things just do the little things find any you know find easy ways to get buckets and then the the hard stuff will start coming yeah it's i mean you're absolutely right If they continue to lose, and and this week is a perfect shot to come in, you get back home, it's a Saturday game afternoon, you get Iowa, who's a pretty decent team. Coming off COVID, they just had a COVID game, they had a game canceled due to COVID. Northwestern had COVID cases or something like that. Uh, Iowa did, I believe. I thought it was Northwestern. Either either way, one of the the two teams. Yeah. Um. But I think it could. This could be a, a confidence builder game before they head in. They have all the tools to beat any team on the schedule. They really do. They just got to find a way to do the easy things and do it the right way. Just my opinion. And 
No, you're absolutely right. It's and if we they got... don't, and if they don't, please fire Chris Holtman and hire Chris J. Just it's anything, man. Just we hire. Uh, who can we hire? Um, Clark Kellogg. <laughs> Go get Chris Beard. I don't know. <laughs> no, Greg, Greg Paulus. Thad Mata. Bring back Thad. Uh, That'd be fun. Mark Few. Mark Few. Offer him everything. Coach Greg K. O. Get Coach K out of retirement. Greg Oden. Yeah. I, I, the, the, dude who, the dude at the YMCA in Columbus. Anyone but Chris Holtman. I'm done with this, man. It's the same. It's the same game I watch every night, though. It's We look good. And we don't hit our shots, and then we have a kind of a lead, and we try to run out the clock with like five, three minutes left, and we just make dumb mistakes, and it's it's just terrible, man. I'm sick can, of it. It's can Fred McDuff coach men's basketball? For real, and it, what, what annoys me is just every pl- like it's not the players. It's not because. <laughs> Every just, if you notice, every position has like the same flaw every year. It's like we don't have enough – our bigs aren't tall enough or we only have one big that we rely on and we run the poor guy into the ground. We rely on some freshman guards too much to score and they kind of hit a wall. Um, our wings who are supposed to be good three-point three-and-D guys never develop into three-and-D guys. It's just like it's, – it's always this – it's a perpetuating cycle – and it's not the players because they're good. They're good recruits. They always seem to regress, in my opinion. There might be one or two guys that you know end up being studs, but the majority of them just kind of regress. It feels. Yeah. But the Ohio State women's basketball team is nineteen and zero without J.C. Sheldon. That's impressive. What they it are is. doing, what they um, what they are doing, is very very impressive and. Maybe they should maybe they should start being on ninety seven point one the fan and put the men's basketball uh, team team sixty until they start winning. I, I'm not gonna lie, I, the women's like NCAA tournament is pretty fun, so that gives me some hope for March at least. Um, women's it's final gotten, four. It's really gotten no, I'm not gonna lie. It's gotten really entertaining the past couple of years. Um, something that are really fun. Highest ranking ever in school history for two in the country. Well, I mean, we'll see how 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 it ends up in March, but I'm sure it'll be better. I mean, please Ohio get State, to a Final Four, please. Ohio State is yeah, our Batman's team. We're probably NIT bound, and I think we're gonna probably play a team like Villanova or an NIT NIT team with like no no football team, something like that, and we're just gonna get worked because <laughs> they want it more, and we're not even gonna want to be there. And that's that's sad truth. I, Tickets I, this I, week. $16. See, yeah, I was going to say $16, 2 o'clock versus Iowa. Go if you want to support them. I'm probably, I'm probably not going. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll be there February 26th because that's about the time where they'll be playing pretty good. I, I feel like they should win this one. It's a home on five games, losing streak. I feel like they're due. They might be Illinois after that. I feel like they'll get two here. They're due for, they're due for a couple now. Like If we lose six in a row... If we lose six or seven in a row, I think Holtman doesn't make it to the end of the season. I mean, Buckeye Nation has officially kind of turned on him on Twitter. Everyone's sick of the same old charade. I, he's a nice guy. I like. I, I wish. I wish he's he, not like, a bad coach either. It's just, it's his decision. Just not here. <laughs> it's this his decision making. Really, 
is very questionable. I, I would love to see you, Ohio. You know where Chris Holman would be a good coach? Like Vanderbilt or like or like Washington. Like a school a school where you don't expect much. He'll get them to the NCAA tournament and that's it. Ohio State deserves better. Nebraska. Nope. He would be amazing at Nebraska. Who just wh- whooped us. It's fine. Ugh. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. By the way, Kyle McCord to plus 2,000 to win the Heisman Trophy next year. I, I like that. I mean, it's – why not? <laughs> Kyle McCord, Joe Milton in New York together. I'm going to Vegas in April. All right. I've checked every day on FanDuel for when they're releasing the Heisman lines, and they still they haven't dropped them. They haven't. I just checked. Damn. Freaking MGM did not put it in writing where they said Joe Burrow had. It just says Joe Burrow scores first touchdown. That's all it said. I put my free fifty dollars on that to win a hundred to win two hundred, and it gave it to Jamar Chase. UL Monroe is a oh my goodness a plus hundred thousand dollar chance to win the win college football. Natty. Oh my, all these teams are plus 100,000. This is hilarious. Rutgers, Coastal Carolina. Oh, actually, Rutgers is not. Rutgers at um, Stanford is. By the way, I found out from a buddy of mine that Coastal Carolina has a beach volleyball team. Yeah, because they're literally on the beach. Well, the Sun Belt has a beach volleyball team. I mean, do they play UCLA and USC? That would make sense. I'm that that would totally. I'm glad if any league is gonna have like beach volleyball, it's a Sun Belt because it just makes sense. Sun beach volleyball. If USC and UCLA join the Big Ten, you think beach volleyball? I mean, I know Ohio State has beach volleyball courts. They have like a bunch scattered around campus, which I never understood that. Um, Well, I know that Green Bay uses it. And some training, so like it's good life workouts and stuff. I know that. Wait. Yeah, no, it's just it's just like it's I I've played a couple times at Ohio State because they have like they probably have like thirty not thirty probably like ten of them scattered around campus and it's fun. It's just weird, pack. Yeah, it's just weird playing. You know when it's like March out or whatever, and you're like you, it's cold, but you're you have your your feet are in the sand. It's it's interesting. It's weird to play like Big Ten beach volleyball is a mind fuck. I guess is what I'm trying to say. We have to we have to come up with our if two guys on our football team that you would love to that if you were a, if you were a coach of a men's beach volleyball team, Ohio State. Two guys would be Marvin Harrison, DeWand. <laughs> that Marvin Harrison and DeWand. Marvin would probably be. Something tells me that JTT would be a hell of. That's actually a really good call. Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, and the sub would probably be 
I feel like the the Kemper from USC would be a because he's he's all about the he's from California, man. I think actually no, I'm going Lake, I'm going on the Lake Lincoln can put put his uh, high school tape on. The dude's a great athlete. Lincoln Canoes would be the sub. I think Kai Stokes would be pretty good because he's from Florida. He's like a DB, so I think you know, he would be naturally good. I see Cam Martinez being pretty good at beach volleyball. That makes sense too to me. Um, and I would uh, maybe steal. I see Steel Chambers being a dog at beach volleyball. Actually, now I think about it. With his long hair. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Just I, I just give me a bunch of defensive guys, actually. And Marvin Harrison. Uh, yeah. Because he's just a freak athlete. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Ohio State athletes, Sam Hubbard breaks the AFC, well, actually breaks the NFL playoff record for the best fumble return for a touchdown. That, that, that game was nuts. That was a great game. I was happy that, you know, got to watch all those crazy games. The only, the only really bad game was the Monday night game. All the other games are fantastic. Even even the Seahawks 49ers game, it wasn't it wasn't great to it start. Was it was it was it, it was good enough. It you know yeah. it, Seattle being up out of the half, that's as best as you know, as good as good as it's gonna get usually. I had a thirty six dollar um, Pollard parlay on that game. Yeah, I'm just not betting. I'm sick of betting. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna bet on anything this weekend. I, I know and I'm um, like I, yesterday, I wanted to go place a bet because I didn't have any money in my account. So I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put my money in, take my money." FanDuel. I was gonna put it all on Ohio State money line, and FanDuel was like, "We cannot, we cannot process this transaction." Like, yeah, I, got was a, like e- I got an email saying things were iffy with FanDuel yesterday. Yeah, I think they got hacked or something. But FanDuel, <laughs> FanDuel basically was like, "Uh, no, don't keep your money. Don't bet it on this." And I kept trying to like deposit. I'm like, "No, I want to put them all on Ohio State against Nebraska. Like, they're easily going to win this." And they then, it. FanDuel they, was like, "No, Fan, we cannot." FanDuel, FanDuel knew something. Keep your money, sir. <laughs> so, FanDuel, shout out FanDuel. So the divisional rounds are this week. Good games this week. Jacksonville, Kansas City, and then Giants, Eagles, and then Sunday it's the Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers. Who you got to the championship game? Trevor Trevor Lawrence has apparently never lost a game on a Saturday. And I I looked at this, I'm like, no, he he absolutely lost a game on a Saturday. He hasn't. He's never lost a college football game on a Saturday. I no. think he started. Even high school. It's it's crazy. Because the Ohio State game, um, that was a Friday, the mm-hmm. Sugar Bowl, which like confused me. But it was New Year's Day. And he lost the national championship on a Tuesday. No, it was Monday. Monday think, or Tuesday, right? yeah. Something like that. Monday, I think, yeah. And then I think he won every other game. Um, no. Well, he they, he lost to Notre Dame, but he was out. He he didn't play that game. No, we're not counting go that. lately. Yeah, we're I, we're not counting that, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah, he every like he's never lost a start on a Saturday. So I'll, I'll go from that. 
Um, I think this like I I have no reason why that they they're gonna beat the Chiefs, but they're just so hot right now. Um, Something something's just, telling me that they're beating the Chiefs too. But they're not gonna go to the Super Bowl. They're gonna lose in the AFC Championship game. Like they're gonna get absolutely destroyed in the AFC Championship game. But they'll beat the Chiefs. That's my prediction. I I tend to believe that they're gonna beat beat the Chiefs, but I'm still gonna pick the Chiefs. But I, I just have that feeling that they're going to beat Jacksonville's going to win. I also have that feeling that Giants are going to beat the Eagles. I agree with that one. I absolutely do. Um, just because the Giants have that that stri- like that formula to win when it, like in this time because right now they're good at run. Yeah, their defense is playing. Their defense is much improved. Their defense is a very good, sneaky good defense, especially with. I the coach is fantastic. It's really the coach, and then and just play Saquon fundamental play. football. And yeah, Saquon, Saquon has earned my respect this year. Um, he did help me win a, a fantasy football championship. So I think I, you know, I'm. Uh, he's not. He'll never be better than Zeke. But I, he's not a bust. He's just like he's a good player, and that's that's the nicest thing I'll say about Saquon. He's having his best season. On this show, yeah, he is. This is this is his best year. Obviously, you know who I'm going against, and I don't have to say that twice. Which is the Bengals. This was a very good game. It would be a very good game. I hate to say, it, I'm going to go with the Bills here, Cass. I mean, it, I think I, I like literally. The, I think the only reason, unfortunately, the Bills win this is because they're gonna have the home field crowd, the home field advantage. They're gonna be. I bet you, Demar Hamlin, you know, probably makes an appearance or something. Do the crowd goes really, nuts. Do you really think that affects Joe Burrow? Zero chance. Zero chance that affects Joe Burrow. Um, no, I mean, but the, the Bengals. Joe the, Burrow can still play great though, and the Bills could beat the Bengals. Is the, what I'm the saying. Problem. Thing is, is the Bengals' defense is better than Buffalo. Josh Allen turns the ball over a lot. Joe Burrow don't. It's going to be a fantastic game. I also have Cowboys beating the Niners. I think Brock. Purdy, I do too. <laughs> I think I think Brock Purdy is going to. I just think Brock Purdy. It's because I have Vikings in the Super Bowl. Against the Bengals. <laughs> I I said this last week. The Cowboys are a really, really good football team. As a collective group, there's really not many flaws on that team. Every position, like every position unit is loaded. Both sides of the ball, they got depth. The biggest three things that can hurt them is Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, and their kicker. That's it. Everyone else, I have no doubt in my mind, everyone else I, in that team is going to do their job I, and play great. I still, I'm going to pick, pick the Niners, but I think the Cowboys can win. It's kind of like I, it's kind of like I feel with the the Chiefs Jaguars. Like I, like I'm going to pick the Chiefs, but I think the Jaguars can win. But I also think the Cowboys can win. But I'm going to pick the Niners just because the Niners defense is freaking unbelievable. How good they are. It, it, this game's going to come down to Nick Bosa, honestly. It, it, how well Nick Bosa does. It, but and I'm going to get a horn of Fanduel right now. Collective bet. Collective. So they should do one. Bosa and Parsons together 
total sacks over under. I wonder if you could parlay that. I bet you you can. I'm gonna look into that, Cass. Like that, that might be something. I think you might have found something there, my my friend. Bosa oh, and Micah Parsons parlay how many sacks? Let's see it because we're 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 making a um, props. Because if you props. look at if you look at the Cowboys and Niners, Nick they, Nick Bosa to record a sack, yes. Uh, minus one twenty four. Micah Parsons server quarter sack minus one twelve. Um, player to record two plus sacks. Nick Bosa plus four forty. Micah Parsons plus four eighty. I would do that. I feel like you would almost want to parlay it. You would probably want to do Nick Bosa to record a sack and then Nick Bosa plus four forty to get the two sacks because the one will hit then. Nope. Oh, you can't. Boo. Oh, you can't parlay him together. That's stupid. That's that's really smart. That's because um, that's because FanDuel don't want to lose money. <laughs> yeah, you can't even. You can't do it with the. You God, you can't parlay him. That's so stupid. So dumb. But I think. Oh, here, here's a good one. Talonia Hofanga to record an interception. No. Minus fourteen fifty, yes, plus seven forty. He's like their Troy Polamalu. How about their kicker missing a field goal? Um, let's check. Um, it doesn't look like they have that. <laughs> it's too <laughs> <it'd be> funny. <laughs> It'd be like a Super Bowl prop bet, though. Yeah, that's funny though. I. If you look at it, okay, the Niners have two good running backs. The Cowboys have two good running backs. The Niners have Debo. Debo Samuel back? Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, 40-plus rushing yards, plus 118. That's tough. That is tough. Oh, by the way, I was driving home. Forgot to tell you this. I have a picture of it because I, 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 I straight up just forgot because, like, you know, the drive home after work is tough sometimes. Driving home and I see someone's license plate said 85 yards and they had Buckeye stickers. So I was like, that's a great license plate. <laughs> Fantastic stuff right there. That's that's what we like to see. Yes. Yes. So it should be a great weekend for football. Hopefully we get back on track for basketball. They're still in a bad, bad way. Hopefully, you know, the foundation, they they, they get some money, <laughs> get make some moves. I, I will say this. I'm not going to go into my rant about the foundation, even though I got into it with them. And obviously, I have my thoughts. They have their thoughts, I'm sure. They probably think I'm a jackass. I don't really care. Um, at, at the end of the day, all I'm saying is I, I, I believe, and this is I just believe that it could be run better. I think they're not allocating resources properly. I think um, it's very weird what happened with Michi Johnson that he got to deal with them, and a week later he's gone. And then obviously the whole thing this weekend with Sean Steen putting out that CJ Stroud's gonna go to the draft. And then I just I just said NIL bag was big enough because it, it wasn't. I'm sure it was like it, that's a fact. Like you could have probably paid him. It's uncapped. 
but you didn't have the money. Um, and then, you know, they said, oh, NIL had nothing, absolutely nothing to do with, you know, CJ Shroud's decision. It's like, no, it absolutely does, though, because if you could pay him more, you know, 20 million or whatever, it changes the calculus. It, it, and it changes the game forever. It changes the NIL game forever. It'll Somebody's going to do it, though. Someone, it, it, It's going to be done eventually. Ohio State could have been the first one to do it, but they didn't raise enough money. Um, I will say this, though. I did reach out to them. I did reach out via email. They ha- they did say to me that they have only been in operation a few months. So when they basically – because 11 Warriors kind of, I think, did them a disservice. They posted the article in February like, oh, you know, foundation's out fully operational. Like they 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 have just only been in operation for a few months is what they told me via email. So like the $4 million that they recently just got, that's great. And I like I, I truly from the bottom of my heart, I wish them the best. Like I hope they're doing it good, but like I feel like it's my duty to like press them on this. Cause if we we all just kind of blindly sit back and be like, oh, they're great, and like you clap hands, like y- your money g- disappears like like FTX. Like like they pull a sandbag been freed and the money's gone. So I feel like so we just gotta press them on it respectfully. Um I'm curious to see, you know, when the tax documents come out in April. I'm going to go over everything because it's publicly available. I, I'm going to look at it. Well, I'll probably show it on the show. I, you know, I don't care if I get flat from it. I'm doing my civic duty as a Buckeye fan. <laughs> um, and then if it, the tax documents are all in good order, I will, I will start, you know, donating to them. I will start, you know, becoming a, a member. I just want to make sure before I start throwing my money on, lighting my money on fire, I want to know where it's going, what it's getting spent on, what athletes are getting it. I, I like, that's my biggest thing. Like, what like it, it like go if go bucks fan one four two or whatever gives a hundred dollars where's that hundred dollars going it's only like ten dollars going to an athlete and then it's like forty dollars going to a steak dinner the other 40 going to someone's gas tank and the other 10 going to like a management fee like where where's this going you know what i'm saying cass and i know, uh, I know. you and you said you appreciate you're like this is this is not my alley you don't care you like and i respect that like but i'm just I'm just very woke, I guess, and um, I don't know. I, I I think everything's a conspiracy. It's probably not a conspiracy theory. I think he's doing a good. They, they might be doing a good job. Who knows? I just think though, he Sean seen on Twitter was just ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, just the way he handled, he acted like a child. Like people were asking legitimate questions. He was he blocked like half a Buckeye Nation on Twitter, and teasing everyone with the like. I know you're having a girl, like a kid. That's great. Happy for you. I mean, my 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 best friend just had a kid on Monday, same day you announced it. But like, it just wasn't. I, it, just, it just wasn't tasteful. I guess if you're if you're if your name's on the building, like in your part of the institution, don't do that to like the common folk. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, like all this nil stuff. I think it's all gonna work out, and it's gonna work out. And it's just the people these like. Places like the foundation and stuff like that, they're just working their kinks out. But the thing is, is Buckeye fans are, are probably the most impatient people in the world because they want to see product built. But the problem is, if you have a coach and you have a school that's trying to do it the right way, you have tampering with recruits, you have what uh, I think Deion Sanders is doing, he just flipped another recruit. It's, I th- it's I, I I think it really I think is. too 
I think too they just don't have enough like manpower. Like like if you look on their board, it has like you know obviously the two Sean Steens, Cardale, they're they're uh, Rick Riker. Like I'm sure the two Sean Steens, Cardale doing the majority of the work. Rick Riker just signs the checks, smiles and waves. Like Rick Riker's great, but then it's like you know Urban's on it. D'Angelo Russell's on it. T- Terry McLaurin, like Terry McLaurin, D'Angelo Russell, like like D'Angelo Russell has a game this week. Terry McLaurin just was playing football all season. Urban, it, I mean, he might contribute, but like I feel like some of the guys they just put on there are just faces to like make it appear better. And it's just it's 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 a small operation, but I will say they were very responsive via email. They like mm-hmm. they responded within an hour of me emailing, and they was late too. They were shooting me emails at like five a.m. and stuff. I was like, damn. My my thing is my thing is with the NIL with seeing Ohio State, I look around in the stadium, went to all of them every home game this year. Where is the money coming from? Why, are, why aren't these companies? Why aren't these companies offering more NILs? You see Honda, you see McDonald's, you see Rooster well, Roosters is small, so I'll scratch out Roosters. You see Safe Flight Repair. Got their name on the freaking field. You see Huntington Bank. I know you get the Huntington Club. Like you, 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 everybody that's in the Huntington Club. What are you doing? It can't just be all Rick Riker. You're absolutely right. Rick Riker can't carry the squad forever. Like everybody that sits in the every rich person that sits in the Huntington Club, whether it's at the shot or at the horseshoe. What are you doing to help with the NIL stuff? Yeah. What are you doing? And, 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 I, and I, like I said, I feel terrible that we all came at, like a lot of people came at them this weekend on Twitter. And I know here's like a month or two ago, Zach Smith came at them. So like, I obviously, obviously I understand like if they, they feel frustrated because if they've been putting a lot of work, they're not seeing the results yet. I feel bad about that. But the foundation. There's serious questions that need to be. The answered. foundation cannot be the only thing helping this. I, I agree, but then the argument is that the you know then the space becomes too saturated, and the market there's the market there's too many competitors, and it just kind of it, it, you you know it's better to be kind of be on a united front. But I would, I would say what is Cargo Health, my company that I work for, but he has it so. Why? <laughs> No one. I, I'm, there's so much opportunity in Columbus too. I know. I know. We'll because Columbus is such a big city. I'm not. I'm not as worried because I think regardless, we'll always be a top what? top ten, top fifteen in funding with NIL, just because how big Columbus is. Like our our strategic position in America, we'll be fine there. I think. I like. It's just we just want to see results. And going back to the Schottenstein thing. 
your name is all over campus, not just on the Schottenstein Center. Literally. You have the hospital with the Schottensteins. Like, it, it literally is. Like, it's so nuts. I mean, what is... I'm sure Buckeye Donuts has given free donuts to the ant for NIO. I mean... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, for the next year or so, it's going to be like beating a dead horse. But before we leave, before we get off the show... That team up north in its football program might be in a worse way than Ohio State men's basketball team. In theory, yes, because obviously, like Harbaugh lied and all this, and by by precedent, you know what they did to Jim Trestle, they should do to Harbaugh. But the, they're not. Be, they're not though, because he can just leave for the NFL. So if he has that card up his sleeve, the Big Ten. The NCAA, they're not going to fire him because he's just going to get off scot free. So there's not there's not much they can do. They might they're going to pull some scholarships, I bet, something like that. But their offensive coordinator, child pornography. Wow. It's Michigan is a double standard, and Carmen's back. But it's you know they child porn, guns, Guns. no, no problem. But you know Michigan State players, you know, rough someone up in a tunnel. Oh my God, felony! Like it's it's ridiculous. If if this was Ohio State, it'd be on ESPN Sports Center right now. We Ohio State would get the death penalty. (laughs) And I I sent this to my my good buddy Penn State. I say I said him. I said, dude, they should get the same effect that Penn State got during the Jerry Sandusky. Especially with the child pornography thing, I know he didn't physically do it, but, but like you know, it's not nowhere near. Like you could look and say it's nowhere near what Jerry Sandusky did. Doesn't it? You're looking at the stuff, you're downloading the stuff, and you're downloading the You're not going to physically do it. What's sickening about this? And then you think that's what happened. Trussell initially got fired for a tattoo shop that was raided because of drugs, because of players sold their stuff. But Harbaugh is going to get off scot free because he, he's got a guy in his coaching staff that's downloading child porn and with has got guns, and he's not cooperating with the NCAA investigation, which that thing I was laughing. That's my whoever thing. whoever Michigan's you know the DA the the prosecutor is. He's so far in Michigan's bag that he. I mean, he's just that that guy is just you know cover helping cover everything up too. I mean, he's got it's like the corrupt sheriff in like you know the football town, just doing everything it's to keep the football just, team. It's just like watching the movie with the Rock walking tall with the the big ass casino in Michigan and Jim Harbaugh's the big ass casino. And the sheriff is like, well, we had to shut that case down because this case is closed. <laughs> Literally, it's a perfect example. It's I don't think anything's going to come of it, really, uh, unfortunately. it's no. it's. But you know what? It, it's it's going to make White, the game Co- even better next Co- year. Coach Weiss will lose his job. That'll be it. That's plain yeah. and simple. Plain and simple. It's just like. North Carolina, like the legal classroom, like you, you had fake classes for student athletes. Like, hey, I, 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 I gotta say this because Weiss was an offensive guy, right? Yeah, the coordinator. the coordinator. 
Co-offensive. Hear me out. And I don't, I like, I don't even want to put this out there because it's such a good fit. But the ties are there, and it makes sense. I think Michigan. If I was on Michigan, and you had, we're going to bring another guy. Bring in Greg Roman from the Ravens. He's a really good offensive coordinator. He run, you know, the running game is always super strong with him. I think with McCarthy, um, Corum, that whole backfield they got, that would be very, very, very dynamic, bro. Um, and I hate to even put that out there. Yeah, it's a terrible. It's terrible. I'm even like I'm. It's like I'm giving them the nuclear launch codes. If that's I the think case, if that's the case, then call. If Ohio State needs to call Cliff Kingsbury. Find him where he's at. Yeah. Find where he's at in Thailand and get that guy on the phone. I passing game coordinator Cliff Kingsbury. I love that. Actually, that's even cast. Now we're thinking. That I mean, those are the two guys that would make this rivalry real fun. Like it's, wow, that would be exciting. But I mean, the cast—that's all I really got. Today. That's all. I, that's all I got. Go Bengals this week. Who day? Get back to the AFC Championship and please, for the Chris Holton, find it in your power to beat Iowa. Absolutely. That's all I got. Carmen, you got anything? What's up, Carmen? No. It was a bark. It was a roof. No. No. All right. Well, Carmen is not going to say anything, but that does it for another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks.